Hey, welcome today to the Revival Way podcast. I am your host, evangelist, Taylor Michael. Today we're going to pump you up full of the Word of God to get you delivered out of any work of the enemy and to get you empowered and activated to go out and build the kingdom of God with full faith and no hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus. Enjoy. Today I'm going to talk about the power of the words that come out of your mouth. I think as a Christian, this is the number one area where the devil trips up believers. He gets us to curse ourselves or curse others with our words. Thus, it ruins our experience as a Christian. And then you'll see people that go around living life as if they're supposed to live in this poverish mentality that the devil is just going to have his way with them their entire life. No, no, no. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But that Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the fullest, to have life abundantly. But an abundant life has a lot to do with the words that come out of your mouth. And so I want to hit on that right now. In your Bibles, you can go to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. This is a very important scripture. It says that the power of life and death are in the tongue. Now, some people might read that as a metaphor. Oh, yeah, I mean, the power to make people feel good and hurt their feelings is in the tongue. No, it means what it says, and it says what it means. The Bible doesn't exaggerate. God doesn't exaggerate. His word is true. He was, he is, and he is to come. He says in the book of Malachi, I am the Lord your God, and I change not. His word is very true. And he says that the power of life and death is in the tongue of the believer. Think about it. When God spoke the universe into existence, what did he say? Let there be light. And then there was light. God speaks things into existence. If you look at Romans, the fourth chapter, verse 17, it explains who God is. It says, God, the one who raises the, the dead back to life, and his second characteristic is God, the one who speaks those things into existence, which did not exist. That means God is a faith God. God does not see through the natural eye. He speaks those things into existence. And it says in Romans 8, 11, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. That's God's spirit. The same power that God used to create the universe lives in you. Now, we've been given all authority as heirs with Christ because Jesus said we abide in him and he abides in us as we abide in the Father that means Jesus Christ in us, the hope of glory, gives us the authority to speak the word of God into our life and watch it come to pass. That's all that faith is. Faith is simply believing the word of God, taking God at his word and speaking it into your life until you see it come to pass. That's why 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, Paul said something very specific. He says, we walk by faith, not by sight. So we don't walk by what we see in our natural eye. 
We walk by faith in the word of God that if we don't see something in our life that's in the Bible, we say, that's not right. I'm going to use my words to speak that into my life because God's word is above our experience. We never allow our experience to shape God's word. We allow God's word to shape our experience. So if there's something in the Bible that you don't see in your life right now, don't, don't put your experience. Now, now listen to me here. This is huge. Most Christians lack humility in this area. They say, I don't see so-and-so that's in the Bible in my life. I don't see this aspect of the word in my life. Therefore, God must not do it anymore. No, that is the ultimate form of pride. When you put your experience above the word of God, it is the ultimate form of pride. Jesus died that you might see the word of God be fulfilled in your life. Just because you don't see it in the natural doesn't mean it's not there and ready to be fulfilled. All you have to do is speak it out. That's why it says in Proverbs 18.21, The power of life, with which is the word of God, and death is in the tongue. We can speak those things which do not exist as though they do according to the word of God. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Another key aspect of the words that come from the believer's mouth. In Proverbs, the 15th chapter, verse 4, it says, Gentle words bring life. Deceitful tongues crush the spirit. Gentle words bring life to people. A deceitful tongue or a tongue that curses people crushes the spirit. The entire universe was created by words. That means words actually carry the power of life and death. So when you speak nice, kind, edifying, encouraging words to people, you will watch their life change dramatically. But when we speak cursing words over people, the same effect happens, except for we're speaking death over their life. And it's supernatural. It happens. It might not happen in that instant, but you will start to form somebody's identity by the words that you speak to them. That is a powerful concept. Very powerful concept. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24, it says, Kind words are like honey. They're sweet to the soul, healthy for the body. Now, some people might read that and say, oh, you know, God uses a lot of analogies. God uses a lot of metaphors in the Bible. No, God says what he means and he means what he says. If he says that kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body, he means it. Think about when somebody, when you weren't feeling good about yourself one day and somebody came up to you, gave you an encouraging word. They said, you are beautiful. You are smart. You are doing things right. God is going to get you through whatever you're, go- whatever you're going through. Those words were like sweet, sweet honey to your soul. They were healthy for your body. They brought you to life. Have you ever had somebody come and compliment you out of nowhere and you just got jittery or, or maybe your crush came and said, hey, I like your outfit today. Something along those lines that brought life into your body. Words bring life. You can control your life with your words. The power of the words that come from your mouth will shape your identity as well as your destiny. Take very keen notes on that. Proverbs chapter 18, uh, verse 4. It says, a person's words can be life-giving water. Your words can be life-giving water. It says that it's like fresh water from a bubbly river. 
a river of fresh water. Your words can be like fresh water to the soul. Most people are spending their entire life listening to other people beat them down with their words, lie about them on social media, gossip behind their back, let alone the devil is grabbing every person in their neighbor to do the same thing to them. Most people run around life having terrible words spoken into their ears all the time. Imagine the difference that you can make when you be that one person, that anomaly that comes in and speaks the power of life into somebody's world. You will shape, reshape every direction, every destiny. That's why prophecy and prophetic words are so powerful for the comfort, edification, and building up of the saints. Prophetic, encouraging words of faith will change somebody's life. The same way that you feel in your spirit right now, as I remind you that God died for you, that he came that you might be able to tap into this power. You feel the faith in you rising up like, wow, you're right. The words that I have in my mouth can shape somebody's identity. They can shape somebody's destiny. When you grab onto that and never let it go, it will change the entire course, the entire direction of your life. God will put you in places to speak into people's lives. He will use you as a prophetic voice to encourage and edify the saints because it's so rare to find people that are willing to actually speak and believe God's word into other people's lives. The power of the tongue can bring life and life is creative. It brings creation. Death brings destruction. Thank God that today you are a Christian who uses your tongue to speak into people's lives and make it better, to edify them, to encourage them, to remind them that they are a son or a daughter of the living God, stitched together in their mother's womb, made in his image to go be more than a conqueror, so that goodness and mercy might follow them all of their days, that when they're in a rut, when they feel depressed, when they are anxious, that you are the voice that God uses to come into their life and say, no, 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 do not listen to what the devil says about you. This is what God says about you. God will use you that way. I speak it into your life right now. My final point, how are we saved? We know that in Ephesians, it says that by grace, you have been saved through faith. God saves us by his grace. There's nothing we can do. But our part in that is by having faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, give us a clear depiction of what it means to have faith in Jesus. Because it says, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord of your life, you will be saved. So that is the outward expression of our inward faith, to believe in our heart and to speak it with our mouth. So if believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth equals faith, then imagine what you can do with the words that come out of your mouth. When you start speaking the word of God in a spirit of faith, knowing that you know that you know that you know without seeing, but you know that it is to be true. 
When the devil tries to come on your life with anxiety, with depression, you say, no, not today, devil. Jesus died 2,000 years ago on the cross so that I don't have to deal with that stuff anymore. I am joyous. It says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Therefore, I am strong. It says that in the presence of God is the fullness of joy. As I come into the presence of God, I feel the joy of the Lord. And you speak those truths over your life, everything will change. Nothing will be the same. And it's crucial because Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. When you speak the word of God over your life, even if you don't believe it, as you continue faithfully in it, you will begin to believe it. And it will become more real to you than what you see through the natural eye. And when you've reached that point, you are unstoppable. Trust me, the last thing that the devil wants is for you to grab on to the reality of the faith filled spoken word of God over your life. Because when you do, the devil has no authority anymore. Then the devil is officially beneath your feet. Pump yourself up with the word of God. And I want to give you a book recommendation. This is Charles Capp's book, God's Creative Power. Look it up. It's a cheap buy. It will change your life. It is full of the word of God and how you can proclaim it over your life and believe it. Speak it in faith and you will see it come to pass. Remember, today is the day that you will use your tongue to create life and speak the word of the Lord over yourself and over others. God has huge plans for you. He will use you today in ways that you've never been used before. Be faithful in that because he is ready. He is waiting. He is chomping at the bit to use you as a mighty weapon for the kingdom of heaven. I love you. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.